All right, it's time for the Everyday Spaces podcast, where together we are learning what it looks like to say yes to Jesus right where we're planted in the everyday spaces of life, particularly in the middle of full-time jobs, raising kids, grabbing groceries, and mowing the lawn. I'm your host, Matt Berry, and I'm joined by my beautiful and insightful wife, Elisa Berry. Hello there. Hey, good looking. Hey. All right. So today we are talking about really the the focus of our um, missional community, and that is to make disciples who say yes to Jesus. And you may recognize that from the intro of our podcast, but it's a, a pretty foundational thing of what we are about. And so, Elisa, I might just turn it over to you. Um, when you hear that, making disciples who say yes to Jesus, what does that look like to you? Or what what thoughts come to mind when you hear that? Well, I think it's a kind of what you and I have talked about before, but lots of little, lots of little yeses, right? I mean, when you look at someone like, you know, Mother Teresa or some of these people who've done amazing things, you might be, man, I really want to be like that person. But sometimes what we forget is that that person, you know, had a lot of times that they said yes to God. They said yes to Jesus when no one was watching mm-hmm. in hiddenness. And so I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. You, Why don't you? <laughs> you, you? You know what I like about it? What? It's simple. Yeah. And I think that for a lot of people, whether they have been raised in the church or maybe they were raised in a context where they weren't there, maybe their family wasn't going to church, sort of the idea of having a relationship with God, of connecting with God can, for some people, feel really complicated. Like, you know, like I'm trying to ride a bike for the first time or, you know, I'm trying to unwrap a a Christmas present while wearing mittens on my hands. It's like, I, I know what I need to do, but I can't quite get my hands under it. I I don't know quite how to, I don't know what next step to take. And, and so I think that what I like about it is it's simple. You know, when, when I read the stories in the gospel about Jesus and he would hang out with just normal people and you know, for those of you who are listening, if you're not familiar with some of the stories in, in, in the Gospels, it was actually the people who were really religious, the people who felt like they had a complex system all figured out, that weren't the ones that were closest to Jesus. Jesus was around the people that at that time seemed like the ones who would never understand the complexities of a deep walk with the Lord. I'm being facetious here, but you know, people who were, didn't have a good reputation in society and people who weren't quote unquote in on the in crowd. And what I love about this is that making disciples who say yes to Jesus, it's simple. It's, it, you know, well, what do I have to do to connect with God? What do I have to do to follow Jesus? You just get close to him and you listen and whatever he tells you to do, you just say yes. And if, what he asks you to do seems really hard. What I love about 
What I love about Jesus is that he gives us his spirit that when he asks us to do something hard, we can just say, okay, I can't do it alone. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And the answer is always yes. Mm-hmm. He says yes. He's like, absolutely, I'll help you. And then all of a sudden you find this grace, that this this like kind of like he puts WD-40 on it. <laughs> it just kind of goes, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked in the past about people maybe feeling like they're being put in a box or feeling like they're outside of a box. What, what do you, what do you have to share about that? Just boxes. Do you like boxes? I like boxes for organizing my house. If they're pretty, um, (laughs) what do you mean? Okay. Explain to me what you mean a little bit more by that. Okay. So I think for some people, uh, they may feel like if they want to be accepted by God, they have to do certain things. And by doing those certain things, it sort of takes them from one box or from being outside of a box and being put into another box. It's like they've, um, yeah, I I don't know. I guess, I guess where I'm going with this is that, you know, with Jesus, the stories that I see in the gospel, Jesus created an atmosphere where people felt like they belonged um, far before they felt that they had to conform to a certain way of way of living. And I don't know, maybe these are two separate ideas, but when I think about saying yes, just simply saying yes to Jesus, uh, really the, the bar for that in some ways is, is quite low. You're not asking anyone to, you know, sell all their possessions and, um, and give the money away. You're, you're really, you're really telling them, listen, wherever you are at right now, wherever you are in your faith journey, Jesus is calling you. Jesus is drawing you. And the invitation to you is in this moment, how are you going to say yes to him? So there really isn't there really aren't a lot of boxes. Now, I don't know. I mean, I, I do believe that there's a, a point in time when people, a person really decides like, yes, I'm going to commit my life to Jesus. But far before that, um, people who are sort of just trying to figure this whole Jesus thing out, they can be invited into um, an experience, even in a moment where they consider saying yes to Jesus in, in, in just one situation. Right. And I think kind of where you're going with that about the boxes is that people who, who are really religious tend to like to put people in boxes. And really when it comes to Jesus, like it's more about, are you moving towards Jesus or away from him? Like We've talked about that before. Like that's what really matters the most. And you could have a really, you could have someone who's who's been um, considering themselves a Christian for a long time, but their heart is not moving towards Jesus. Or you could have someone who um, never thought about God until yesterday, and like they're moving towards Jesus like at a really fast rate. So I think, I think maybe that's what kind of where you were going with that. Just that. Um, each of us, like we have that 
that invitation to either, we have that invitation to move towards Jesus. And I, I know for me, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think there's, there's really only one invitation that any of us can ever respond to, whether we have been, oh, that's telling us it's, it's getting close, close to bedtime. Um, there's really only one invitation any of us can ever respond to. And that is whether we're going to say yes to Jesus in that particular moment or not. Um, for people who have grown up, you know, in, in the church or, or have, you know, accepted Jesus at a young age, I think there can be a tendency to think that, well, I made that decision 15 years ago, 30 years ago, I decided to follow Jesus 30 years ago. And as if that sort of precludes us from listening on a daily basis and and questioning whether or not we're going to say yes in that moment. And so this, this, uh, this, this uh, statement about making disciples who say yes to Jesus, I think for, for people who consider themselves Christians for myself Uh, It's a challenge because every day, every moment, I'm aware that there's an invitation before me in this moment, whether I'm at work and I'm feeling stressed, whether I'm by myself, whether I'm, you know, whatever's going on in life, I I have an invitation to either say yes to Jesus or to say no to him in that, in that situation. And, and so I don't know. It's a challenge. On one hand, it's a challenge. I think to people who may have felt like, well, you know, accepted Jesus, you know, a long time ago. But I think it's also really, really good news for people who are on a faith journey where they haven't fully committed their life to Jesus, because it it lets them know that in this moment, whatever you're going through. You you have the opportunity to to say yes without without having to um, feel like a, a major event has to occur to put them from one box into another. It's just like, hey, in this moment, would you like to would you like to invite Jesus into this situation, into this challenge that you're having? Would you like to just receive from Him and just in this moment? Um, so I don't know. That's I think that's where I'm going. Yeah, and I think every time that we say yes, our heart gets a little more tender and a little more open to God and in it we kind of like make more space for him. And then if we say no, we become a little more callous and a little more closed. And so for me at least in my own life it really has felt like a snowball effect. Like, you know, when I first started saying yes, like I didn't really see that much, but the more that I say yes, the more I want to say yes, the easier many times it's getting to say yes, not always easy still, but like, but I'm like totally hooked Mm. on saying yes Mm. personally. (laughs) No, that's good. And, and what about people feeling like projects? How, how does this work sort of in, in, in light of that, that idea? Well, just that if we are loving someone um, and praying for someone, someone that that God has brought into our life, um, really our only job is to just um, encourage them to say yes to Jesus. We don't have to 
and and pray for them to say yes to Jesus and but not that maybe the kind of yes that you would put in a box. It's like we don't even know honestly. We don't only God really knows what's going on in that person's heart. And so it's not up to you or me to decide if that person is saying yes, but you can kind of like discern it. You can kind of feel it as time goes on, but but in the sense that you know what? Like if I can just encourage you to take one more step towards Jesus, whatever that looks like for you, that's good enough for me. And I think that will keep us from thinking of people as projects. It's like, you know what? Like we're on this journey together. I'm taking steps towards Jesus and I hope you are too. Like we're let's both move in the same direction here. Like we're in this together and it's not like I'm in on a different level than you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I liked how you said just just encouraging each person um, in each moment. I think when I was younger, you know, I, for, you know, part of my upbringing, I was raised in a environment where I wasn't, I was only ever around people who believed like me. And I, fortunately I feel like we're raising our kids. Um, you know, they're, they're experiencing, you know, some, to a certain degree, as much as we can up here in big Lake experiencing some different cultures and some different viewpoints and all of that. But, I know when I was, when I was younger, when I would get around people who uh, weren't like me and specifically who didn't believe like me, didn't have the same faith like me, it, it would really be hard for me to figure out how do I relate to these people? Like, how do I even have a conversation? Like, what do I talk about now? Of course it's ridiculous because like we have so much in common with the people around, around us, like whether, you know, no matter what faith background they have. But I think because of where I was coming from, uh, when I would, when I would be around people who were different than me, um, it it was like, it was like I was treating them as so different. And I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know, back to what you said, like all of us have an opportunity to say yes to Jesus and, um, yeah. And just realizing that, yeah, that we're not so different, that we're, we're each equally loved by God and God takes the same delight in that person as he takes in us or in us as he takes in that person. And we're just, we're just kind of journeying together and hopefully journeying in the same direction. But, but every time that I see someone that I see someone I love take a step towards Jesus. I'm like, yes. And like, I encourage that. I try to encourage that in them. And, um, yeah, it's like cheerleading. Yeah. And, and maybe just my, like the last thought that I would add to this is I think because God loves each person, uh, God has been actively involved in each person's story for their entire life, whether they nice. realize it or not. So the, the, the person who, you know, got saved, you know, at, at four years old, you know, in Sunday school has been just as pursued by God as, you know, the person who's in their fifties, who, you know, never went to church, never, uh, you know, had that kind of experience. The truth is because each person is loved by God 
Jesus has been pursuing that person their entire life. Now, it's just like in a book. Sometimes there are characters at the beginning of the story that are a little bit less pronounced, and you don't see them come into play until later in the uh, in the story. That may be the case for some people out there, where you know, even though they haven't recognized the presence of Jesus, He's been there. And I think what I one last thing I love about this making disciples who say yes to Jesus is our role as followers of Jesus. When we get around other people, really, I don't care if you're a Christian or not in this context, because I know no matter whether you're a Christian or not, you have a, a story, an amazing story that only you can share. But I know that there's a character in your story that has been active and perhaps they don't even realize that Jesus has been active in their story, but he has. And our job can just be to maybe ask some questions and highlight the fact that, hey, perhaps in this moment, Jesus is a little bit more active than you have recognized. And maybe in that activity, he's inviting you into something. And it's it really takes the pressure off of me. It's like now I, I go from... Uh, coming at this from a place of, oh my word, what am I going to say to, oh, how interesting. I wonder what their story is. And I wonder what we're going to discover. And, you know, with each person that I've talked to, and as they've shared their story, you find that people have really beautiful stories. And, and I've yet to hear a story where I haven't, I haven't been able to see Jesus at work in it. And I think that when you can, when you can have a conversation and you can say, Hey, I think God is actually working in your life. I actually think something amazing is going on. It can be really encouraging for them to feel like, oh, I'm not, it's not like I'm starting at ground zero. You know, it's, it's, there's been a, a buildup over my whole life that has brought me to this moment. And the question is, how am I going to respond to what Jesus is doing? Yeah. And, and also there's been a buildup over their whole life and, and many times people are saying yes to Jesus and and it might not look like them going to church or like them doing, you know, what, what some people would think, but like they, many times they are saying yes. And we need to like be good. I think at recognizing that and incur- and just cheerleading that because God sees it. If God sees it, why shouldn't we, right? Right. And and if we can't see it, it doesn't necessarily mean that nothing is happening. Right. I mean, how to, to be so to be so arrogant, right? That that well, if I don't see it, then God must not but be I'm working. But I'm getting but I'm getting better. I think we're getting better at seeing it. Yeah. Well, I think we are getting better. We are learning, but I think we're also learning to trust that if we don't see something, right. It doesn't mean that Nothing is there, but to trust in the fact that God is good and that he's pursuing these people. Um, they are his precious ones. He loves them. And uh, we get the opportunity to love them too. Right. That's good. Anything else you want to say about this before we close out for the night? I don't think so, Mr. Barry. All right. Well, that is a wrap, folks. This has been the Everyday Spaces podcast with Matthew and Elisa Barry. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe. And if you'd be so kind, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can check out the website of our missional community, JesusFollowing.com, for more information on, on what we're doing up here in Minnesota. Signing off.